What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Shrivers Podcast. And this week, we have another special guest. But before we get to that, Matthew, you've got some news for us. Hey, so uh, just like the other week, we've got a sponsor for the show. We've got a sponsor for Natural Barber Co., which is a hair product. Uh, they have... It's all natural ingredients. Their product is... What is it? It's free from synthetics, petrochemicals, and other natural harmful natural ingredients. And free from other harmful na- ingredients. Very tight the skin, and Gareth Gareth Bale gives it his hair to go to hair product. Uh, it has stuff like it's got things like cornstarch and almond oil, things like that. Shea butter. It's really good. I I use it, and as you can see, my hair is great. <laughs> if you're watching YouTube, <laughs> yeah, it's very early in the morning, yeah, and it's, um, it has it's not a <laughs> I don't want to be a guy that doesn't quite that use i do gonna use this um yeah so if you want to want some good hair product that's good for the environment and stuff like that you can if you go to naturalbarber.co and use the code tribus 25 and you get 25 percent off and free delivery so yeah that's out of the way let's get on the show lovely stuff so this week viewers we have a uh, special guests lloydie and fiona from lloydie and fifi adventures or lloydie golf on YouTube. Um, so guys, can you just uh, explain to us how you how you met and how you came to start that, that, that channel? Yeah, so we met last year at the Dunhill. Lloyd was at the Dunhill taking pictures and filming. And nice. I was there with some friends and it was freezing. And he put up a funny Instagram post about um, playing golf and why do people take up golf? And I was thinking, why do they take up golf? It's absolutely freezing. Like, this is madness. And what are we all here for? Kind of thing. And I wasn't very social media at all. It wasn't on Facebook. Barely used Instagram. And I sent this funny message. And he sent a funny message back and was like, you know, blah, blah, blah. This is why people do it. So I sort of said, well, do you want to put your money where your mouth is and teach a total stranger to play golf? Sort of half talking, didn't think anything of it. And he messaged back and he's like, yeah, I do. Yeah, I'll drive you back. <laughs> Next week. You dug yourself a hole there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I was like, oh. five hundred mile hole, weekend, weekend. <laughs> so I was yeah. like, oh, I didn't actually think you'd say yes. And I, I was also only half joking. So I met him at the golf course, total random stranger. And, you know, um, yeah, we started making a series for, for YouTube of, of you know, teaching a stranger to play golf and so many people got behind it and they're like it's great for women and you know, anyone yeah. can take golf any age or whatever and then as things do one thing to the other <laughs> and um yeah so one thing led to another fell in love Lloyd moved to Fife and now we are pretty much full-time filming and traveling for golf that's so, awesome really cool yeah I mean, my question to you, Lloyd, is how did you come to the decision that you were going to start vlogging your golf journey, really? Was it something that you sort of came to immediately or something you grew into the idea of? It was pretty immediately. My kind of golf story came. I had my first round of golf. And to be honest, I hated it. I must have shot like 500 over. I was, I was zigzagged around the course. And I sort of yeah. went straight to Instagram and was just like, why do you guys play this game? To me, it sucks. I did not enjoy the first round of golf. But I think the re captivated an audience instantly and people were like this is just so funny please can you go and play again and I was like no way please just play because it's hilarious to watch a complete novice never gone a golf club to record their journey and I did and then sort of I, I suppose after sort of three months it hit a plethora of about 5,000 instantly and I was like okay this is 
Like, people were actually really enjoying this. And then I just I pushed it and pushed it. And sort of here we are three years later, traveling the world playing golf. <laughs> I know <laughs> you're good. You like it much better. It's not great when, you're, when you suck. <laughs> so, so what's been your favorite course to play so far? We played Dunbarney a couple of days ago, which is the new course in Fife, and wow, was just incredible, yeah. incredible, yeah. incredible. Nice. Which was a pure links course that. right on the. Must have been brilliant to get out of the house and actually play again for the first time in a while. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Been, it had been 12, 13 weeks without even swinging a golf club. It's just, really just well. to get out. It's like, free and. Yeah. In typical fashion, duffed up the tea, took a little bit of spiced up the tea. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> and for me, as a beginner, I was just getting into golf and starting to really understand oh, it and no, do okay. well and take lessons. And then lockdown came, and I oh. feel like I'm back to back to the start again. Yeah. But, oh, that's that's yeah. <laughs> I mean, from someone that um, doesn't really play golf either. I mean, I'm I'm kind of the same. I've got two friends, and Dan's got two friends as well that are pro golfers and um, play a very high level of golf. Um, Dan and I kind of go around the golf course with them and we're like, right, we're not there to kind of compete because we'll get absolutely destroyed. <laughs> but yeah. it's still so much fun, you know, just teeing it up and then, okay, fine, you might do three crap shots and just absolutely slice it. And then you do one good hit and it just goes miles and you're like, wow, that felt so good. And then, you know, you have a really nice social chat over to your ball, you know, struggle to find your ball and then you're like, you go for it again. <laughs> it's brilliant. <laughs> so, nah, it is one of those sports where I think it has a bit of a, I don't know, I feel like it has a bit of a stigmatism. Oh, golf's boring or, um, mm. oh, you know, it's not um, high paced or high action. So it's really boring in this. But actually, I find it one of the most enjoyable sports that I do personally. And I think what, what you guys do by vlogging it is fantastic. Like, it's, it's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> well, I. Golf in such a different manner. It's not just. The other boys that go out on a Sunday afternoon and they play the golf and have their beer and they go home. They're kind of showcasing that golf is fun and it's it's for everyone, including age, gender. It's just yeah. yeah. I have the same opinion as you. I grew up in just outside St Andrews, so golf is just you cannot go anywhere and it's just golf, golf, golf. I thought I couldn't do anything worse. I just thought it was like an old man's game. I thought it was yeah. boring. Yeah. Like my dad would go for a round of golf and I'd meet him for a drink afterwards. And I was like, this is probably why you go. It's not for the actual golf. It's for the yeah. drink yeah. afterwards. But then Lloyd made it look really fun. Like he just made it look like, you know, it's not, it doesn't have to be as, yeah, you can you can work really hard and grind down your handicap and you know, take it really seriously. And of course you can, if that's what you want to do. But if you want to go with your friends and have fun and like sort of encourage each other on, then it is the best sport in the world. And when we played at Dunbarney the other week, it's a really tough course, like very, very high level. But one of us made par. Who was that? Was that, was that me or you? <laughs> <laughs> that was me. Oh, nice. <laughs> So before things before like we that, get, we keep you coming back. That's that's brilliant. Before we get too too kind of um far into your into your story, right at the very start, then a, a question kind of for our for our viewers as well is from our viewers as well is, um you know how how did that first round go when you guys first met? You know, obviously you walked out onto the golf course, but you know you, you briefly explained to us kind of what happened, but you know break it down a little bit. You kind of walked out onto the golf course, or it met at the clubhouse, and then you kind of I don't know shook hands, said hello, went out, and he was just like, here you go, here's a golf club, and, and give it a swing. How, how did it go? Did you guys have a nice yeah, chat really about Yeah, I suppose we met, sort of, we met sort of the day before. We wanted to 
to view the series on a, like how do you like learn to golf and for me it was like the first thing you do is go down range and then you go to a golf course so we took you to the range first time and I was like here's a seven iron hit it and I was like oh my god <laughs> it was not that bad and uh, actually we met, we met the day before and I didn't think we were going to play golf the day before I thought we were just going to meet up and have a chat and see how this would, would pan out and then Lloyd was horrified that I was in a pair of stilettos and he was like, where do you think you're going? Like, we're <laughs> and I was like, I think we're, didn't think we were playing golf like right now. I thought we were just going to chat about it. So I took you for like, a tour of Andrews and just showed him around all the golf. Although you'd played golf in St Andrews, it was different to see it maybe from someone that, that knows the town so well. So I took you for your tour and then he was like, right, I'm booking the range tomorrow morning. And I was like, oh God, what have I let myself in for? <laughs> and then we had the range and I quickly booked lessons with PGA Pro. Right? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, what's the advice? I'd say, what sort of advice would you give someone like me? Because I've never swung a club properly. I've only done like crazy golf, so like, I'd feel like you saying how you were like, oh my god, when you saw Fifi with the big eye, and I was like, that'd be in my head the whole time. Like, what if I do it wrong? Like, what am right, I doing? If I, could, if I could go back to my sort of golfing career, I would have had lessons straight away. That would have been yeah. that would be what I've done. I felt like I kind of to a golf course and was like I don't know how to swing a club let's just try and hack it around the course and I did for so long until it was like like I've built in so many bad bad habits that when I eventually was like it's literally just pretty much yeah and when it was like I actually now want to get good at golf I was like I need lessons and the guy's like it'll take me six months just to get rid of all this crap that you've got inside your swing and I think so I think if I could go back I'd be like day one never want to swing a golf club I want to walk into a lesson and be like I've never hit a golf club before please tell me how to hit one I'll do that then. <laughs> although, although Lloyd coaches me around the course, like every shot, I'm like, you know, like sort of taking his advice on what club to use and his, his advice. Like he is conscious that he's not a, he's not a teacher. He's not a, he's not yeah. a pro teacher. So I am taking like active lessons that Lloyd yeah. films, and then we can watch. The, well, I'm very fortunate because everything we do is films. I yeah. can watch my lessons back afterwards and be like, oh yeah, now I get what that means. Because yeah. sometimes I'm like, yeah, I understand that, but I don't. Like, and then afterwards, you yeah. kind of look back and see. But I definitely agree that maybe taking even as an initial block of lessons to get started because I just don't think you can actually get better without it, really. No. Okay. I think yeah, I think one of the, the great things about your channel and what you guys do is the fact that, like you said, you show that golf is accessible to everyone. And that, that kind of ties into my next question because you filmed a video with, I think his name was Jim. Was he an MBE? He was a blind golfer. Yeah. And that's yeah. one of my favourite sport videos I've ever seen because it, yeah. it shows that sport really can bring everyone together. And at the minute, in a time where coronavirus has just put everything to one side, yeah. golf is such a sport that, like we've said, we're, we've all, we're all trying to learn and we're all kind of, you, you have to try and learn to become good at it. His his journey and the way you document it is unbelievable. And I think would you would you guys recommend that you you start golf as soon as possible, as early as possible, as like a well, you play? Well, Jim, Jim, and uh, just for anyone who does curling Scotland, um, Scottish golf and curling, Scottish golf curling, and Jim is blind, and he's been progressively going blind since the child so he's never ever had sort of full proper sight and we do a lot of work with disability golf promoting their events and things like that and working with them and it's the best days out like you like the banter on the golf course is just unbelievable like there's no holes barred with these guys yeah. and Jim didn't take up golf 
I mean, Jim would be in his 50s. He didn't take up golf till 1992. And actually the guy that's giving me lessons, which is coincidental. So he took it up later in life and he just never thought it was a sport he could possibly do being blind. And Donald, the pro was like, no, I can get in the golf course. I can get you around the course. And it's just fascinating. I mean, if anyone hasn't seen the video, they really should, should watch it. It's just incredible. And he was teaching me how he puts. So he got me to be his guide for putting. And um, he puts his hand on my shoulder when we walk places and, or takes my elbow. So we're standing on, on, on the green and he said to me, right, from the carry of your voice, you're five feet tall, dead on. And I was like, yeah, I, I am. Wow. So he was like, therefore, your stride and step would be X distance from front Jesus. foot to back foot when you're walking because of your yeah. height. And if you walk at a regular pace, so I was like, I do. So he said, so will you walk just regular strides to the hole from him, from the ball to the hole? So I said to him, right, it's 16 steps from me to the hole. So then he said, well, that means it's 11 and a half yards from, you, from the ball to the hole. And... You know, is there an uphill carry? Is it sloping to the left or right? So I described the green as best I could to him. And he put the ball and he was short by about two inches. And he laughed and he was like, that's your fault. You took a half step at the end. <laughs> I was like, I did. <laughs> so I and it was just, yeah, it was utterly incredible and really that's inspiring unbelievable. and unbelievable. So if he can take up golf in his later life with no sight, anyone can take up anything and and he hits a good ball, like he is pretty good. Yeah, and in terms of age, it depends what you want from the game. If you want to be like a good single-figure handicap, then the earlier you start, the better. And the later you get, the harder it is, of course, in any anything you do, whether that's music, sport, yeah. or what. So if you're playing for pure recreation, it doesn't matter when you start, you can start with them. And I've, I've played with, with guys in their 90s that started up, like in, in their 80s and, and want from the game, really. If you're playing for fun, start whenever. If you want to get good, I mean, to play from the age of five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's absolutely unbelievable, that story. That's absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. And the awesome. video is incredible. You need to watch it, guys, if you haven't seen it. It's just a yeah, yeah. video. Yeah, it is. His story is, is amazing. And he uses a my guide. It's like a human guide dog. And he is has knowledge of golf. And he takes him around the golf course and sets up his tee for him and describes, you've got trees on your left, you've got bunkers on your right. And... And, and Jim doesn't know what a golf course looks like. He doesn't understand. He doesn't know what anything mm. looks like. So, you know, he's only guessing what a bunker is and what, what a green is from, from what he can decipher it to be. So for him to drive the ball 250 yards off the tee and be dead in the middle of the fairway is pretty incredible. Amazing, yeah. yeah. So Was that your favourite video to film that, of the ones that you've done? Yeah, I'd say so. I kind of, for me, like as a as a videographer, people are always of huge interest to me, and people's stories were always amazing. But that was just one of those sort of like the day was really foggy as well, kind of aided to kind of the the, the visual impairment side of it. But just to sort yeah. of listen to a story and watch a guy like hit a ball further than me, straighter than me, blind, I was like, wow, okay. it was incredible. And it was, and and like I say, our video got picked up by the Paralympics, and they they sort of shared it, and was like, this is incredible and you and you so for that kind of as a as an experience and as a video yeah really sort of proud of that i suppose that's the kind of content that we're sort of going towards of storytelling yeah. and travel the people it's the people that, that make it you can go for a round of golf and not speak to anyone and i'm sure people might enjoy that but for us it's who we meet on the golf course and we've often been playing and filming and an old gentleman might trot over and be like i'm on, on my own can i play with you and we're like yeah come on you know what i mean and, <laughs> and, 
and that's kind of kind of what it's all about really isn't it is the people and the stories of why people enjoy it and why they keep coming back and you've been keeping it fresh in lockdown as well for the the viewers that haven't seen you've been playing indoor golf and and baking and (laughs) and doing how, how good is lloyd at cooking and Lloyd's actually, a, Lloyd's actually a very good cook. He's, I believe, he's always been a good cook. Um, baking, he's actually quite annoyingly quite good, actually, considering <laughs> he, like doing, yeah. <laughs> doing everything. I sense the jealousy in the voice. Well, I've been in the tea room and baked for a living, so I've just sort of waited in there, made sausage rolls and scones. And like, oh. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Oh, you're doing those again?" I'm like, "I didn't actually make those." How different the transition has that been then from sort of having your own shop and baking to now playing playing golf sort of for a living as well that's yeah quite... it's, it's 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 crazy i mean um it's i mean i've always been quite sporty i play badminton squash tennis that kind of thing sort of off and on i've ne- I'm never really like i wouldn't say i'm a dedicated sort of sports woman, but i'm always very active and go to the gym and that kind of thing but I think the social media side of it is probably the, the strangest part because, as I say, I hardly use social media at all. I'm actually, I would always say I was quite private. Like, I'm not the kind of person to put my public life, you know, I have nothing interesting going on. There's nothing to tell people. So you just don't sort of, I just don't bother. It's just not a thing that I do. And to be out sort of filming now and, uh, like, we were in, um, we went down to an event in England for the One Club. Where was that? Well, we met you there. We met you there, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was, um, uh, pissing it down, wasn't it, unfortunately? Yes, it was, it was. Yeah. And it's funny when you go into places and people are, like, sort of buzzing around Lloyd's, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I forget that's actually what happens. And then we went to a club fitting for PXG, and Dan Walker from the BBC was there, and I was a bit like, oh, my God, someone from the BBC is, like, a famous person, and all exciting. And they went into the clubhouse and all these middle-aged women were like, oh my God, it's Lloydie Goff! And they were like, yeah! Oh <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I forget that that's, that's a big part of it. And I think that's more the transition. Although in my business, I'm very self-assured, I'm very confident, and I would say I'm a huge part of the community. And my business is a very important part of the community. It's very different when you're out in the golf course and you're learning something new and people are interested in your every move of of learning something new you definitely feel like there's a bit of a bit of pressure there for sure and has there ever been a time where either of you have been sort of like oh, i wish it wasn't all over social media like in the sense that you wish okay. you had privacy because yeah. i know i know a lot of famous people kind of struggle with that they say that like social media is quite yeah. i think we're very at present we're very fortunate that it is such a niche audience i'd mm. say outside of golf i'm unrecognizable but i would step onto a golf course and and anyone and everyone will be like, oh my god, it's, it's Lloyd. And and yeah. So I guess we're kind of lucky that I guess once I hit a course, in front of mode, and if anyone wants to chat to me, then fine, that's it. But then once you step up the golf course, you're like, oh, nobody knows me. Yeah. So it kind of works both yeah. ways for that. But it's one of those things. I guess as the channels grow and as as you kind of further push, does that progress? That from well, when I'm eating dinner, or someone going to come over and be like, oh my God. Well, we have. We were, we were buying groceries at a farmer's market and kids came over and they're like, oh my God, you're a lady girl. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, that's really, that's really sweet. I guess, I guess there's something that just comes with it, isn't it? You kind of have to just, um, I mean, you're in the business of it, aren't you? Uh, you wouldn't be doing it if you weren't comfortable yeah. with that sort yeah. of thing. And, and I think definitely people are very interested in 
a lot of your your personal life and not in a bad way just just generally interested in who you are and what you do and things like that but I think also you have to remember for us that it is also a job and it is a business and you know you have to be sort of um what you're putting out there you have to make sure that it's you know either sort of professional level like I'm terrible I just take a selfie and a snap and Lloyd's like mm, that's not a good picture I just don't share that <laughs> like it has to be proper camera properly downloaded proper and I'm like oh whereas you know I suppose you have a level of professionalism that you kind of have to have to stick to as well as being trying to be fun and trying to engage with people as well you know I, th I think yeah, I how's, how's like a week can you for you two like planning so far ahead for you saying you want to change the channel into more about stories of people like how much planning is it a quite full-on like five days a week seven days a week also oh, tourism we didn't couldn't quite hear you there if you just um yeah sorry to start, yeah, so sorry. I've, just, I've just signed a big contract with five golf to do a travel and tourism piece which is based oh, yeah. on on like here we have a five coastal path which is a hundred mile walk which which across that path there's like 15 golf courses and there's all these people and, and events and we're doing all these series and the five golf. But the planning is just ridiculous. You think yeah. for 16 episodes, we've got to get in touch with golf courses, the people, the businesses, and all of this kind of stuff. And yeah. it is literally emails, 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 yeah, seven yeah. days a week, yeah. 24 hours a day. Like, yeah. and it is, it's incredible the work that goes into just like an episode. I'm probably 20 to 30 hours editing on top of that after I've recorded it. Could be maybe two, three days worth of recording. It's just, it's just unreal, really. And I, I think you get people to watch 15 minutes like that was grand. <laughs> that you don't understand, yeah. And it took me like, yeah. like 60 hours to do one episode. It's just, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Matt, Matt, Matthew and I, um, you know, we, we do videography as well. And I think we can both appreciate the kind of uh, planning and editing that goes into one of those episodes. Yeah. And, you know, do you kind of, um, like, when you go out on the golf course, do you have what you are going to film already set out in your head? Do you just go as the day goes? And then there's, it, there's, yeah. there's lots of different styles of vlogging, isn't there? There's ones yeah. where people will be like, right, today I'm doing this and I'm going to plan these shots. Or there's the vlog where they'll carry around the camera with them. And then, you know, if something happens, they've got it filmed because they're 24 hours filming yeah. or um, they'll say, oh, okay, right, I'm going to put it here and then I'm going to walk into frame and do something about it, you know? how i mean i have seen that um your videos you have it planned your camera's ready you come and introduce yourself to the camera but is it always like that um do you have things that are not planned it do you have the probably. camera rolling I guess, it, I guess it is hybrid i mean i mean i am always concerned about visual visual for me is important like if, if i'm at a golf course and i want to show how good a car three is the last thing i want to do is not is not show it in its in its best light i want people to appreciate the epicness of this of, of a car three so i guess in a lot of terms yes it is set up, but I think sometimes when you're generally like, thing out, hey guys, it's just, yeah. it is just completely kind of happening. Yeah. yeah. I think it depends on the project as well. Like say tomorrow we are, for the, for the Spice Golf project, it's a huge project for us, huge contract. Tomorrow we're playing at the Fairmont in St Andrews. So we're, we're interviewing um, some of the staff there. So like we're obviously, the interviews are kind of arranged and set up through Fife Golf and then, um, so lots of parts like that and generally I, I ask the questions and you might not even use my voice afterwards but it's me speaking asking the questions and Lloyd's filming yeah. Um. so we kind of do a lot of it is kind of planned and set like that that you're meeting you're teeing off at three o'clock but you're meeting starting interviewing from one and then you know you're working your way through that and then 
as you progress around the course, I guess, um, I always joke and say that my best shots are never filmed. I'm like, how does that happen? Like, <laughs> that just, like, <laughs> that just coincidence. But um, I think it depends on, you might meet someone along the way and get chatting or you might, you know, the weather might change and you kind of have to go. A lot of it is kind of as you go around for sure. Yeah. I think, I think Whereas this project upcoming is very planned and set out. I think, I think what you say, Lloyd, about it taking so many man hours to get things, things perfect is so true. Like for us as well, like we we found that storytelling works, which I think is going to be brilliant for your rebrand. And we also know that it takes a lot of time to to get things in place, and then to then to edit things, and to and people don't see that. And obviously, when it gets a good response on on social media and stuff, I think that's a brilliant feeling. And I think your your new logo, I really love. And just for those people who don't understand, because people will be sort of questioning, why is there a mini there? <laughs> There I've is a mini there because I bought one. Sponsorship, give me mini. So I, I traded in my estate, as you say, for a mini Cooper to effectively. I logoed it to death. Basically, it's got like my logo on the top, logo on the side, to travel around as a golf wagon. Barely fits the golf clubs in. Barely fits anything else in. Nice. So we're going to be doing a whole project um, this summer traveling around the highlands and camping staying on the golf courses like staying all different accommodation we're trying to do it all from a mini cooper and that was the plan okay. golf clubs we got it all racked out and whatever but obviously with the current sort of situation travel yeah. is a bit a bit more restricted so we're sort of based at home but yeah the mini gets so much attention when you go places everyone sort of <laughs> to look at it and it is i mean we got we had the back seats taken out and everything and and actually funnily enough um, when we came back from the day that we met uh, you, Dan and Matthew at the One Club and yeah. we drove, we left that day and headed up home because we had work the next day. We actually slept in the back of it for two, <laughs> for two wow. hours. Wow. On the <laughs> we left at 11pm at night, drove down, met you guys at the One Club, oh, yeah. played in that lovely rain all day and then yeah. drove back up and slept in the back of it. We bought a blanket in the service station and slept in the back room for two hours and then we got home for 6 a.m and i started okay. baking cakes and then we went straight to work <laughs> okay unbelievable so, commitment to the channel unbelievable exactly yeah <laughs> which is that's brilliant. absolutely brilliant um you also you also started using patreon as well how have you found that being pushed really it's something that i want to use going forward in the hope that you can make better and bigger content like at the minute we're basing a lot of our stuff kind of like where we live but we've got a plan to take it to portugal in january and just like in order to do that you need some form of support from your i guess your, yeah. your viewers and your, so it's something that i want to push going forward just not something i'm overly pushing right now because it's still in, still in its infancy i suppose yeah yeah, that's. I guess that comes with comes with you. You people pay monthly, and then you have to have given me more content to make, so it becomes your schedule yeah. even more crazy. So it's a fine line, isn't it? Like, oh yeah, that's really helpful, but oh god, I need to make even more little behind the scenes snips and this and that, and it becomes even more of a production company. <laughs> it's crazy, and that kind of is the thing. Like we often, I often talk about it as feeding the beast, and it is. You literally yeah. have to constantly feed the beast across. I mean, we're running four platforms, like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, mm. now Patreon, before you know it, you, and, and then the TikTok comes in and that's popular, and yeah. before you know it, you're trying to feed so, okay, s yeah. seven pieces of content, as well as 
going out yeah. and recording golf courses and all this kind of stuff. It's so yeah. hard. It's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. Oh, it's, loads, yeah. it's harder for us because our content isn't on our doorstep. I can't sit indoors and, and, and dance around the house with you and be like, oh my God, now I've got a thousand views. I actually have yeah. to like travel yeah. to a golf course and find people and organize people. It's just yeah. it's not simple content. It's, yeah. And I suppose it's during lockdown, you know, it's sort of everything slowed down and yeah, we made videos around the house and things, but you yeah, know, did well, but, yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it going, keeps yeah. you busy, but it's not the kind of thing that you would generally. It's not. It's not what the channel's about. Really going forward, it is about golf and travel and people, yeah. and um, it's something we'll probably relook at a bit as as now we're back up and running. Really, I, th I think that's, that's brilliant. I, I definitely have one question I want to ask before you guys go, and that is, um, what's the best piece of advice you've been given, either individually or as a couple embarking on this journey? Learn, make, repeat. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Learn, make, and repeat. Can you elaborate on that, Lloyd? <laughs> it, it is a basic premise that, yeah. that, that you learn something, you make it, and then you repeat it, and you constantly turn that. And provided that you're learning and you're constantly making yeah. and you're constantly repeating, then you're only ever going to get better. Okay. That's that. very fair. I think the best there. piece of advice I have been given is to have fun and enjoy it. And if it's not fun, it's not worth doing. And everything yeah, is work, yeah. everything is hard work. And neither of us are strangers of hard work. You know, I work seven days a week, 12 hours a day for the last five years. And you know, that's what you do when you're self-employed. Yeah. And, but if you don't enjoy it and you don't get up, and if you get up in the morning and think, oh God, I've got to go to this golf course today, I've got to go and then there's no point in doing it. Whereas every day yeah, like we're very grateful for what we're getting to do and we have fun we have fun together as well. We just yeah. enjoy hanging out together and messing around and, you know, hacking around golf courses. And <laughs> it's just it's really good fun. Yeah. Nice. Which is brilliant. And I think that's a perfect place to wrap it up. Just before we do, you can find these guys on Instagram at Lloydie Golf and Fifi Golf and also on YouTube at The Adventures of Lloydie and Fifi. And yeah, we hope you guys have really enjoyed that. I've thoroughly enjoyed that. It's been brilliant to see yeah, you. Lovely. And thank you very much for coming on. Thank you Thank so you much for having us. Take care. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah.